Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry. We're continuing our study of um, gentleness, and today we have a very juicy episode. We'll be reading from the Gospel of John, the 8th chapter, verses 3 through 11, reading from the New American Standard Bible. Now the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in the act of adultery, and after placing her in the center of the courtyard, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. What then do you say? Now they were saying this to test him, so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. When they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, He who is out sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Now when they heard this, they began leaving, one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he was left alone, and the woman where she was, in the center of the courtyard. And straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go, from now on, do not sin any longer. This should be a very familiar passage to you. And I'm sure you've heard it explained and espoused upon many different ways. The woman caught in the very act of adultery. The very act. And when I hear that, my mind always goes to exactly what does that mean? To be caught in the very act of adultery. And why were there men there to witness it? Were they, obviously they had to have been there specifically to spy on her, but why her? The Bible doesn't tell us that. I'm sure that there were other men and women who were in adulterous affairs throughout the city. So why her? Why bring her in and not the man who also was caught in the very act of adultery? Because it takes two, right? But they chose to leave him there. Remember, this was a very male-dominated society and women basically had no rights. So they were using her to try and prompt something out of Jesus. But this isn't where I'm trying to go in this episode (laughs) because we're supposed to be looking at gentleness, right? The element of the fruit of the Spirit. So, in looking through that lens of gentleness, what I see is in the first, you know, two or three um, verses that gentleness was definitely not there. The questions that I asked earlier about what does being caught in the very act of adultery mean and why her and whether that doesn't lend itself to gentleness because since she was caught in the very act my mind goes did she have the opportunity to dress probably not i don't know do you think they gently escorted escorted her to the center of the courtyard no she was probably shoved and pulled and thrown down on the ground in the middle of all of those men all of that doesn't lend itself to being gentle does it but i want us to focus on the one person who had the right to stone this woman. And that was Jesus. 
interesting that he makes the statement that he who is out sin is the one who needs to throw the first stone. After that, I guess everyone could have joined in. He was the one who was without sin, who could have stoned her. One thing that I find just absolutely amazing is after Jesus makes the statement, <laughs> the men in the group were actually honest with themselves because they turned and walked away. Don't you find that astonishing? That no one kind of threw the stone anyway? Because let's face it, today we have a warped sense of who we think we are. And we make excuses for our own bad behavior while not extending grace to others as they fumble and fall because we're all flawed creatures. So it wouldn't surprise me if today something like that were to happen. You'd have some nut to throw the th stone thinking that they, they, they were sinless. But they were honest in this scene. And Jesus, our sinless sacrifice, was the one who could have stoned, yet he did not. Do not think for a second that Jesus did not know that he was the one who could cast the first stone. And he could, because he knew the Mosaic law. He also knew that he was the fulfillment of that law. Yet not only did Jesus show compassion, he exercised restraint from doing what he knew he had the right to do, that only he could do. Let's listen to the tone at which Jesus asked the simple question, woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? It wasn't harsh. I used to think that it was because by him addressing her as woman, that sounded harsh to me. But then I remembered that he also used that term with his mother when she was insistent that he get involved at the, you know, the wedding in Cana when he turned water into wine. I think that that was just the term that they used for women back then. And if you go to Germany now, they say mein Frau or mein Mann, which means my woman or my man. And so knowing that now, I, I, re I recognize that it wasn't harsh. It's just their custom. She wasn't threatened by what Jesus asked her. She understood also what he was asking. She and Jesus knew that there had been accusers and now that they were none. Jesus cleared them out so that she could stand not accused. And that's exactly what he did for you and I on the cross. He got rid of all of the sin. He bore our sin, you know, that could stand in accusation against us that kept us separated from a loving God that caused us to live adulterous lives. God took on that sin so that we would not stand accused. The cross in all of its brutality is also asking a simple question. Where are your accusers? After being washed in the blood of Christ, we can respond as the woman did, I have none because sin no longer can accuse me or you of the life that we used to live. We have now been made new creatures in Christ. Jesus acknowledges that he does not or did not condemn her either. But then when you think about it, how could he? His life mission was to come, that we all be included, that we all may have life and have it more abundantly. There's no way he could stand in accusation. 
it goes against what he came here to do. Is there anyone in your life that you want to throw a stone at? Be real. (laughs) Maybe hit them right between the eyes. If there is, I remind you to do what Jesus did and said to to the crowd. You who are without sin, cast the first stone. We have to go over scripture that we've been taught to remind us that we too are weak. Another term for have sinned, that we are to be gentle with each others because we want with each other because we want people to be gentle with us. Turn to the Lord today and ask him to help you toss your anger, your frustration, hurt, whatever it is that is causing you to act out and want to stone someone in an accusing manner. Give all of that to Jesus today so that you can walk lighter and you can walk away in peace and stand unaccused as our dear woman did today as a result of the compassion and restraint that Jesus showed. Let's go before the throne. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for providing this scripture for us today that shows us exactly what your love looks like and the fact that you have every right to condemn us, yet you do not, that you gently draw us to you and you make a way so that we will not stand accused. We come asking for forgiveness for not extending the same gentleness and compassion to those around us for perhaps getting hot-headed and belittling others, taking other people for granted, trying to condemn them for things that perhaps they couldn't help. Forgive us. Forgive us for being like the men in the crowd, in other words. We so want to honor you with our lives. Cleanse our hearts. Help us to walk in gentleness. And help us to extend a helping hand to people who are in need. We love you and we thank you. And we thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. It was a juicy lesson, but a short lesson. And I want you to go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. See you later.